could save time in a bottle The first thing that I'd like to do Is to save every day Till eternity passes away Just to spend them with you If I could make days last forever Welcome back to another exciting episode of Let's Discuss. <laughs> Let's discuss yes. this. Let's discuss this. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to discuss a non-superhero movie. Uh, uh, that's, that's up for debate. <laughs> Superman, <like> Superman. <laughs> Superman was mentioned quite often. Yeah. I don't know why the color of Superman matters. I've seen way. superhero <laughs> movies with less outrageous acts. If it was an Asian <laughs> Superman, what would you call it? Oh gosh. What I'm just wondering. Like if it was an Asian Superman, would would we say like why is there a yellow Superman? <laughs> we might. I think it's really it's strange awesome. that there's like one acceptable venue where we can use a color to denote an entire species. We do now have to start saying there's white Superman. White Superman. Oh, Jewish God. Superman. Look at the Jewish Superman. <laughs> Children, look and point at the Messiah of the Judaic people written into a popular segmented comic book magazine. And now we're if you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> We can discuss that in a minute. We might have to. I don't know. Oh, Mostly we should talk about. Actually, yeah, we should. You about said you didn't want to talk about Superman. <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> because then it takes me down that road where I have to discuss why. Why does nobody ever say, "Look, I'm Black Batman"? Um, Black Man, Batman's technically already black. At least well, if you haven't guessed what we're talking about yet, it's the movie Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs yes. and Shaw. <laughs> In other words, by Hobbs and Shaw yet. Yeah, we're, we went and saw Tango and Cash, the 2019 edition. Yeah. Really? I mean, come on. That's yeah, hard, right. right? Let's go around. And um, There was somebody injecting drugs. Let's go around, and uh, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves, and then also introduce or tell us how, um, how many of the Fast and the Furious movies you've seen. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, okay. That's that's unique. Okay, cool. If you've seen all of them or if you've only seen a couple, so. I'm Sean. I've seen all but the seventh one. Uh, and honestly, that's only because Dan actually, uh, I had seen like the first one or two and then I just didn't really watch the series. But then Dan a couple years ago was like, oh no, it's a great series. So I went back and watched them. Except for, uh, Damn, you're, you're welcome. The seventh one. Good and Lord. They're, they're, <laughs> They're entertaining. I'll say that. That's a word for it. Yeah, they <laughs> they always have solid entertainment. It's like you know how they call things like chick flicks or whatever. These yeah. are like dude flicks. Yeah. They they have pretty women. They have uh, over masculinated uh, solutions to problems. They have awesome cars. They have cool fight scenes. You know, well, it's, it's just like dude flicks. It's just like the meme where it's like where girls cried and it's some Twilight scene yeah. where guys cried and it's the scene from the first Fast and the Furious where the he's, car he's getting ready to go drive like off oh. into the sunset or whatever in the GTO he, he was getting ready to sacrifice himself Paul Walker uh, 
Oh, well, Paul Walker, that is sad. And, uh, and then he finally about him. did. Die. Well, you know, okay. And um, then his character got to sacrifice himself. There you go. At least he got to do that first. I'm, my name is Tony. I have seen the first Fast and the Furious, and I believe there was also one that was in Tokyo where they were driving sideways. I've seen that one and that one. I do believe that's it. Um, and I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. So that was very entertaining, though. I felt like it was a lot more entertaining than the first one. My favorite part of the first one was just the vehicle, the goat. Oh, yeah. That was the most amazing was, thing. All the other cars kind of sucked. They were all made out of plastic and whatever. And I was like, okay, let's get over that. Um, uh, you know, It was a tribute was to good stuff. American engineering. Yeah, the only car that was really cool in that whole movie, that was that. Um, and I, I was a Vin Diesel fan back in the day. And Michelle Rodriguez I was always a fan of. And this one, so this is my third one, I think. There's been very few movies I've seen Michelle Rodriguez in that I didn't like. I liked her in Resident Evil, too. She's yeah. just a good actress. She keeps coming back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And she's tough, man. Oh, I'm ready for Avatar 2 for her to show back up again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Possible. I'm ready for her to show back up again. I don't know if I'm ready for Avatar 2, but, yeah. We'll agree to disagree on that. John, you're thinking the last airbender. Uh, so do I need to say my name? Yes. Yeah, say your say name, even name. if we say your name. Yeah. John, say your name, John. Even My name is John. Hi, John. Uh, Say, baby, I love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was because I, I started it. Right, you did it. Yeah. I just yeah, finished it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. You don't have to say you love me. So, how many movies have you seen? Uh, in this Harry Potter. In this no, not not how many Harry Potter movies have you seen? How many Fast and the Furious movies have you seen? I realized they both had magic. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Uh, I've seen, I think I've seen all knowledge. the Fast and Furious, but I couldn't tell you I remember all of them. Like, <laughs> I, if you know, if I saw them, I know it, I saw them, but I couldn't tell you like what's. At going a certain on. point, it definitely becomes kind of a. Mash I can tell like you there's attractive sequences. women in a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I did see one where there was that Tyrese model guy that was also in the Transformer movies. Yes. Um, I feel like he showed up at one he's point. Been in a couple of yeah, he's been in a couple. And of there them. was like they're in a blue car and they jumped it over something. Like a, oh, the one where they jumped onto a boat. Yeah, it was on the ocean. Oh, that was that was number two. Two. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I saw one, two, three. Yeah, ludicrous. Um, not. I thought he was the guy no, in the he first like one afro, that was right? like. Uh, yeah, Ludacris is afro. Yeah, he had afro yeah. in that. See, one. I have a weird thing where I see movies. I don't really remember which movie <laughs> it was. I just remember the entire story that I've seen. I feel like that just happens in that movie series because <laughs> I, I feel no, like if happens, I told you, "Hey, have you ever seen Thor: The Dark World?" You'd be like, "Oh, that's the one where Natalie Portman got the red ooze inside of her." Oh right? yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> one. Yeah. You know what was going on, but in a series of movies that are all exactly the same, with a lot of these same no, characters no, doing the same thing, it's kind of like watching a Netflix series. Though, if you watch the, first I don't remember exactly which season something happened. Yeah. yeah, I just remember, oh, these characters went on a really long weekend. Do you own all these movies or something? Yes. Then we will all have to sit and watch these in some sort of binge watching of the. The most Fast and Furious weekend we'll ever have. We'll all have to sit down and watch these. Because I honestly am that's not gonna sure. That's going to be too fast and almost too furious. 
It'll, it'll oh be God. furiously faster than that. It'll, it'll be infinitely fast and infinitely fast. Yeah. I'll drifting in Tokyo soon. We'll be <laughs> yeah. the fast five. Oh, God. This but, is the final fast time oh, at Ridgemont High. You're not, not going to let me do it no, anymore? Okay. That's it. Oh, yeah. My name is Dan. Yourself. Yeah, tell us how And I have it. apparently seen all of them. Because <laughs> you own all of them. <laughs> if you own them, you've probably seen them, unless the wrapper's still on it. It's not completely that doesn't also That also doesn't mean that I haven't seen it. <laughs> Just because the rapper's on it doesn't mean I didn't watch That's my favorite part about watching DVDs at Dan's house. You go pick one and he's like, oh yeah, it's really good. You pick it up and it still has saran, that saran plastic wrap around it. It's like... Oh, it's like the new movie smell. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't even watched it. And he was like, oh, I was pretty sure I had. <laughs> he read the back of the movie and he was like, good enough! Throws it. <laughs> According to Dan, that is good enough. He's like... Oh, I know all the tropes that are going to happen. He, in just, it. he reads a plot line on Wikipedia. Yeah. It's yeah. good enough. <laughs> and he just throws it onto the, the shelf, and somebody will eventually come over and want to watch Attack of the Three-Headed Shark. That was a great movie. <laughs> it was awesome. You're right. I saw advertised Sharktopus versus Werewolf. Looks almost as spectacular as the movie we just saw. <laughs> Shark Sharktopus versus the Werewolf? Yes. <laughs> All right. It looked almost now, as spectacular as Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> you got to remember, though. Calvin didn't show up in this movie, though. Somewhere, there was a meeting, <laughs> and somebody pitched this idea of a shark versus a werewolf. Whale. And it was accepted. Whale. Yes. Whale wolf. They, they're probably they at the sci fi. Uh, somebody meeting. decided this was a great idea. There's a, there's a YouTube series called Pitch Something. That I really enjoy for that pitch perfect thought. No, no not that it's entertaining. Like, it's no like Rebel the, Wilson. It's like pitch meetings or whatever, and it's this one guy talking to himself, basically. Oh, like I know you're oh, talking. Yeah. He's oh, the yeah, writer yeah, yeah. and yeah. the producer. Or yeah. He's just constantly pitching through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I remember about the uh, the Dark Phoenix movie. That yeah. was a different... Uh, Let's discuss, which you can go back and listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could if you want to. That's a good idea. In that one, there are some very um, strong opinions. There are stronger opinions about Spider-Man, but I feel like there are some strong opinions about the X-Men. Yeah. I don't feel like we're going to fight about Hobbs and Shaw, but <laughs> I could be out. wrong. I didn't think we were going to fight about well, the Dark Phoenix or Spider-Man. I'm just going to say, Hobbs is the best. Hobbs. Hobbs that like the Hobbs from Dwayne this movie. Johnson being Hobbs is the only Hobbs I can imagine ever being Hobbs. Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's that, too. Honestly, the first I don't Fast think I can imagine any other person playing the, Hobbs. The first Fast and Furious movie <laughs> that I saw him type. in, he like comes in like a wrecking ball as this completely unrealistic, over the top CIA agent type character. Uh, DSS. Whatever. DSS. And I'm like... Driving safety security but, or something? But, what does that even mean? Department of Strategic something? Something like that. Know. But anyways, but he comes in and is completely over the top, completely ridiculous, completely unbelievable, but I want to believe it because it's The Rock. Well, it's to be fun. Fair, it's a yeah. fun character. To be fair, he was facing off against Vin Diesel who could stomp <laughs> holes in parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> diplomatic security service. Okay. Really? He's very diplomatic. Yeah, there. I got that from him. Yeah. Remember that old T Boy Four we used to have called Diplomacy? Because that's him. Because people like him. Yeah, exactly. It's the smile. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'm 
I'm Scott. I'm uh-huh. the moderator uh, for Saturday Night Gaming. Oh yes, we need you to introduce yourself to <laughs> yes. He's the ringleader. I believe I have seen all of the Fast and the Furious, uh, but like Sean said, it's kind of, they blend together. Um, yeah. What was the latest one? Uh, the uh, Fate of the Furious. It's Fate of Furious. <laughs> where Vin, is that the where Vin turned on his? Uh, yeah. Pe- okay, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. I saw yeah, the preview. So I have seen them all. I've seen the even most recent one then. Yeah, Vin yeah, turned so, on okay. all of his and, friends. And they go to Russia to stop nuclear war, and are driving on ice. See that movie? Was it the one with tanks? The tank was in that one, right? I think there's a tank in that one. Triple X uh, doesn't count as one of the Yeah, I think there was a form it? of a tank. No. Yes. That's a, a whole different series. series. It's a similar series. That's cool. But it's not the same. No, no, no. no. Alright, so yeah, so I have seen them all. Although Vin Diesel was in Triple X. Yeah. I felt like it was the same movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so is Ice Cube. He's basically yeah. the same character, but he doesn't have the tattoos yet in the Fast <laughs> and the Furious series. Uh. After the Fast and the Furious series ended, he got three X's tattooed on the back of his neck and started working for the government. And then learned a new language, which is Grutonese. Yeah. In which he so can only say that. Like, different that. movie we're yeah. not talking about. So It's definitely all tied together. <laughs> not at all. He's all the same person. <laughs> not at all. Speaking of which, I'm glad you say that. So let's go around and let's see what your thoughts are on this uh, first spinoff. You know of uh, the Fast and Furious, you know, for the for the universe, basically for okay. this universe. So, what are your thoughts on that with this movie? Start with you, Dan. Starting out on the Fast and Furious series, I didn't realize that they were actually going to be connected movies. Like the first and the second one, they did have the same characters. But it didn't really feel like it was going to be a connected universe. I don't think it was intended that way. It just kind of and evolved into that. Some writer around episode four decided, you know, all of this happened in the same world. But the fact that they actually did a Fast and the Furious movie without Vin Diesel for the first time. Well, second time. Second time. I almost forgot about Tokyo Drift. A lot of people do because you don't really count that well, too often. Well, actually, I think he did show up like for <laughs> yeah, about a minute at the very end of it. Like real close to the end of it. Yeah, That's, that's just... That's but it was just so that uh, What's-His-Face could call him and say, Hey, I blew up Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought they did a good job spinning off the two antagonists as a buddy cop movie. Yeah. They're like protagonists now, though. But they were antagonists. Like yeah. three movies like ago. Like they turned all of they turned their antagonists into yeah. people who can carry their own franchise. I think they're more well, like because you were characters. always rooting for bad and guys. Put them in there as the yeah. So the good guys are the bad guys of the bad guy movie. Yeah, this is what sparked people to want to see Maleficent and all of those type movies, is because the bad guys can be the good guys. No, I think that people just wanted to see that because of Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and then it ended up saying, okay, maybe I like the bad guy when they walked away. No, there's no huge... <laughs> Maleficent didn't change the world when it was written well, or when it came out. Fast and the Furious changed the world. I don't think the Fast Maleficent and the Furious possible. did either. I think that it just, like, it didn't occur to anybody that all of these people either, A, didn't get along or... 
Most of the time I get lost in what they're doing. <laughs> this is the first one I felt like I could follow from the beginning of the movie all the way to the end, and I didn't get lost. They didn't just start talking about an engine for too long. They didn't show some sort of complex car building montage. Um, this one, this one was, it was, yeah. it was, but it was pretty fluid throughout the whole thing. They were focused more on the actual plot line of the movie. This virus they had to get cured, the girl, the fact that they were ripping off Tango and Cash completely <laughs> like, okay, we have the uptight brother with the suit who has a little sister who's a little bit more wild and crazy, who has a thing for the more countrified, Americanized, down-home justice guy. It is Tango and Cash. Yeah. Like the whole movie from beginning to end is Tango and Cash. There's no way around it. They didn't even rewrite it. They changed the names and then put them in Samoa instead of uh, RV from hell driving through a business complex. I didn't see The Rock once stab a tanker truck and then lick his knife to see if it no, was No, not cocaine. because he, he wouldn't be Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone is Tango. That would totally be Jason Statham's character. He would do that. And yeah. Whereas The Rock should have, have had cowboy did. boots that had guns in them. That would be awesome. That would have been awesome. And totally believable within the series. I would have, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. if he had jumped in the air and shot somebody with his boots, I would have been like, okay, that's supposed to happen here. Going back to what you were talking about with the uh, the antagonist, so yes. to speak, um, I think the point you were making with the Maleficent was that there was more, they have layers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know. onions and ogres. Exactly, and ogres and onions. They have layers. Like, yeah. you, know, you get to know a little bit more about the uh, kind of background of yeah. these two characters who you didn't have time to explore that in the Fast and the Furious movies because it's focused on other things, well, you know. But yeah. it kind of gave you that ability to do that. And so I'm curious of when we see the next, you know, movie in the franchise of, you know, when I go and see these characters again, it's going to be pretty neat for me to see them in a different spotlight now after seeing this, these events. I feel like this made the most sense out of what their characters could have been. I I guess I didn't see the last few movies where they would have been in them. There's a lot of retconning in this, I think. Was there? There is. Like, as far as, like, uh, maybe not retconning is the right word, but they were, it was like, oh, was it Jason Statham's character was Shaw? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shaw was like, "Oh, he used to be an agent, and he used and he was framed." Well, so he no, that was actually guy. in. Yeah, that was actually in. It. Okay, that was again. That much. was in his initial <laughs> yeah. intro. Yeah, was yeah. that he was a traitor to the MI6. Yeah, but I mean, again, they and then in this or towards the end of it, it was like, "Oh no, he was framed and all this kind of oh, stuff." You kind of always got yeah. that feeling. Yeah, he's still a traitor though. Yeah, but I think we skipped John. We didn't oh, skip him. We just get to him yet. Oh no, we just yes. haven't done it yet. We're doing the we're doing the five points. What do you think, John? How do you feel about it? How do you feel about this being the spinoff? How do you really feel about it? As one of the only other people in the room that's actually seen all of them, and one of the people who hasn't actually seen Tangling Cash to know it was ripped off. <laughs> uh, I played a game called Starsky and Hutch once. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah, buddy cop uh, beginnings. You know, that's pretty much what. Uh, anyways, what I thought about the movie, like the spinoff. Yeah. I mean, the quality of it. It felt like a Fast and Furious movie. 
<laughs> just like it felt actually kind of like it at the ends. Well, I mean, it, it had the, I mean, it had the, the makings of it. You had the girls, you had the cars, that, you had the action scenes. I mean, all uh, that honestly, is what Fast and Furious movies. That are was like. the only tie-in I thought was that like yeah, they had like the chop shop, they had some yeah. fast cars, they had like towards the beginning they had a scene where they go into this really these places with these scantily clad women dancing around and all that stuff. That was the only really connected to really me. Good. There's always like that one <laughs> right. scene like that in almost every one. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. saying. Exactly, that's what we're saying. Yeah. it's kind of like one of the because it's a dude movie. Movies. Like they're yeah. gonna show you pretty girls. They're gonna show you fast cars. They're gonna show you a dude that's better than you at being a dude. Um, <laughs> well, that's they're gonna show you a big gun. Yes. Oh my god, did you see Dwayne Johnson's gun, dude? Like <laughs> that was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rockster, that was an amazing pistola you were carrying there. That uh, looked like a 44 Magnum. <laughs> I couldn't really tell, like with a modified railing system. Yeah. But so, what were you talking about, John? What, what part at the end of the movie is what you're talking about? Just when, like. The Voltron cars? Yes. Well, the, the, the train of cars pulling the chopper oh. thing. <laughs> the and transformable all... Megazord cars that could just, like, yeah. ksh, ksh, click together with ease. And, and yeah. somehow detached from each other just like that yeah yeah, yeah. They, they just hit buttons well like yeah, okay fine. so the first Don't guy comes up and he actually throws the tow hooks and they just and he got them <laughs> now that one i'll say okay sure sure why not there's a chance that that could happen but then the next guy comes up drops his ball and just drops it real <laughs> quick so that it makes them by momentum yeah. force into the, the front. Honestly, you know what that reminds me But it was the last car. When the last car came past and actually had like a thing equipped on it just to attach to the one well, that he's it was the repo of. guy on the island. But it just <laughs> it just went ahead and attached to the, the car right Honestly, in front of him. Yeah, I think that would have made more sense if they actually the applied that, that to all backs of them. Like ahead of time. Like they, that was I, a pre-planned thing or something. Yeah, we all right. like to drive in a line or something. Yeah. But it, it was very funny that we had this yeah. Peterbilt, uh, it was like Optimus Prime, <laughs> and then he had all of these Transformer mini-cons that attached to him. <laughs> and, and then, then the when the helicopter is like, hey, you know, I'm going to lift you off the ground, which <laughs> I, I'm fighting with it. But, you know, but yeah, the front wheel drive juiced up version. And I remember John, after the movie was over, he said, how, how possible is that? And I was like, that's like having enough SPF on to go walking on the sun. Yeah. It's so impossible. None of that would have happened. Wait. The rock holding one chain okay. and another that's chain. That was the Captain America moment. Okay, yeah. The Captain America moment. But see, Captain America, we're at least supposed to believe that he's a super soldier and may be able to do it. And that was just a regular helicopter he was holding on to. This, Wait, he's realize. holding on to a friggin' Huey. And he's saying, okay, hold on. Uh, and then enough slack. And he throws it back into the tow thing and starts reeling it. Because yeah. Yeah. even Wait. he was like, dude, I couldn't do that. Well, <laughs> yeah. you, you realize... Uh, but the everybody rock wants is, to have this moment in their movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm holding you, this and I'm holding this. You realize the rock is flexing. who Captain America dreams of being, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he is Captain Samoa. <laughs> rock, I'm going to no need royalties. I'm no longer participating in their conversation. I'm gone. Rock, I'm going to need royalties when that movie comes out. <laughs> But there was also the, the chop shop scene. As soon as they opened up that chop shop, is like, yeah, this feels like Fast and the Furious right yeah. now. Yeah. Just, yeah. But it was totally legit. Yeah. The chop shop was legit this time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it wasn't like 
an illegal now, operation. Now they do custom builds. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't focus on it for yeah. a long time. The old movies, it definitely would have been at least 20 minutes of the movie just zooming around different angles of this. Which, you know... To be fair. They did do some of that camera work in this movie that John was talking about last night, John McClay was talking about, where they zoom the camera in unrealistic fashions that a real camera cannot physically do. And you can tell at that, that point honestly. that it's... Oh, there were scenes I've, I've where it was like I know what droning about, in and out. And it's like you're supposed to imagine that a drone camera caught this. That was actually something I thought was kind of cool was some of the ways that... I mean, I didn't notice that, but like some of the ways they actually shot some of these scenes. Some of like the scenes were very pretty. Like actually when they were in done. Samoa, which oh. hopefully that was Samoa. We'd have to look up if they actually went to Samoa. But I'm believing them when they're telling me that's Samoa. That was very beautiful. And the pan shots, I get that. That was great. But like some of the things when they were driving sliding under the two trucks yeah. and they're whipping a camera like around the truck really quick yeah that kind of th or throws me for a there loop. was a one like at the beginning where it like goes around that girl and it obviously shows you like a picture of her like backside like right. just right there and it focuses on on shaw it's like obviously a drone wouldn't be able to do that right so yeah. they it's like some sort of cgi effect that they do so that we can see her backside. Yeah, exactly. That's and the entire I point. I appreciate that, that they showed us the backside. They could have just stayed on that. And I would have believed it was a camera. So John is like what I think that he's trying to say. For the next hour oh, no. and a half. Just, just her backside. Shot. I think Tony's putting words in John's mouth. That, that would have been a totally different movie. Would it have? I would have gotten just as much out of that movie. I agree with John completely. They should have just... <laughs> that would have been a different type of action movie. <laughs> but... Yes, exactly, the butt. That's what we're talking about. Her butt was great. feel as much like the Fast and the Furious movies yeah, that came before it. Yeah. But that's fine because it's not a Fast and the Furious oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. I love how they forged their own path. It felt it. very similar to like the mechanic this... movies that... Uh, yeah, that Statham has done, and then the Italian and job then, joke that he made. Yeah, yeah. So that, he's supposed to felt, be the same character the whole time, and it also felt very similar to the Rocks movie where he was um, a GI Joe. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I can't it's remember the name Joe. of the movie. GI Joe, Rise of the Cobra. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was that too. I was thinking of the one where he was jumping out of skyscraper. No, he lost his leg in that oh, one. Oh, no. Yeah. It was yeah. a giant gorilla rampage into the city. Rampage. Well, there was that oh. one, too. I think he's thinking of the one that had Kevin Hart in it, where he was... Uh, oh, where he was CIA, CIA agent. He was Central a buddy intelligence. Cop. Yeah. Central yeah. intelligence. Central intelligence. Yeah. The, but a little bit of the play that they had back and forth between Statham and The Rock... Yeah. Yeah. ...is the only real thing that kept that from feeling as serious... As the mechanic or the yeah, or transporter, some of the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Tony. Uh oh, where am I at? Um, uh, we were talking about the backside of the lady. The backside of the lady was excellent. I felt that she uh, they did not sexually demean her at any point in time in the movie. I think that they focused on her in a very strong uh, character stance, and she got to do some really cool stuff. Um, I feel like her backside was not actually the question, though, John. 
Um, how does this feel John as, a, was focused. as a spinoff? As a spinoff, I mean, obviously, since I didn't get too wrapped up in the Fast and the Furious, and this wasn't like F and F presents Hobbs and Shaw, it was just Hobbs and Shaw. No, no it, it was actually was, was Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it yeah. was. Well, I didn't see that in the title. <laughs> it was. Was it just like written it's in a, like with the very top, letters? Top. Very small. Where was this at? At the very top in the title scene. Yeah. It showed at the end of the movie, too. And at yeah. the end. And on the I just saw Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I can see it on your phone when you pull it up. No, I, Googling it, that's I just started typing Hobbs and Shaw, and it's fascinating. I got you. I just top. never saw that yeah. on the thing. So, anyway. Well, fine. They should totally kind of just take that off. Because um, it doesn't matter. They did a really good buddy cop movie. Um, they did some good effects. They did some fun, outlandish uh, storytelling with it. Towards the end, when they're having the fight scene with um, what was his name, Brixton, in this, the cyborg, yeah. yes, Brixton, cyborg um, Superman, yeah, cyborg Superman, which I would have accepted if they had said that. Um, I just thought that that last that last fight scene was really, I mean, obviously not really well choreographed, but it was very pretty CGI. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really good CGI. And they did a good job with that. And Jason Statham always does a good job with, with fight. Yeah. There are some uh, elements of the ice fights and it reminded me of the fighting at the end of the Matrix with Neo, because the rain and like cutting through the rain. The slow and, punch faces yeah. and stuff. It's just that we've come a long way in the actual CGI yeah. since then even. I mean, that was pretty back in the day. This is extraordinarily pretty to watch because yeah. you can't quite tell yeah. Where the CGI breaks. Honestly, this, even the cinematography. That's another thought. With like, there were elements, there were parts of this where, with the cars, that you could tell they were CGI, but they were. It was pretty close, pretty good facsimile. Whatever. It's pretty. It didn't take you too much out of the movie as compared to the Fast and Furious Eight, where there were CGI cars in that, and that was just like two, a year or two ago, where that was like, oh, that is very CGI. Well, you know, Marvel Studios has revolutionized a lot of CGI. Disney yeah, yeah. and Marvel Studios yeah. have done a lot of work to actually bring us to the forefront of our technology um, oh, yeah. as far as, like, yeah. rendering. You're right. Well, you're right about that, like, with the, uh, the Avengers Endgame movie. Mm -hmm. um, something that hadn't been done before was the, uh, the the Hulk. When they the way they did Smart Hulk, right. yeah. that was a new, unique challenge for them and the way they had to present that on screen. Um, they had to actually develop a new way of capturing that. Yeah. They didn't have any technique previously that could be used for it. And so they had to just go think outside the box to make that happen. And, but so I mean, they're all right. a part it's, of an industry that's been doing that for a long time. Because you got to think Luke's film has been rolled, uh, rolled into Disney for a while now. They're all a part of it. The people at Marvel Studios that have been working on different things, trying to make things look realistic since the beginning. Um, I just think that they're making huge leaps and bounds. I mean, it, to me, it feels as amazing as it must have felt for somebody in 1977 going to see Star Wars for the first time. And you don't see any strings holding up the ships. You don't see where these things are coming from. You, your, your brain can't really fathom how it's not real, you know? So there's a lot of quality to it that I think is really coming a long way. Cause, so in that fight scene today in this movie, to keep it on the topic, when they're doing the certain punches and you're seeing the faces extend out and everything, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to tell the... I know that there's some computers cleaning up the effect. I just don't know when that stops and when good cinematography enters and how much of that is intermixed. They're doing a very good job 
of uh, meshing all that together. Yeah. Like you, you sometimes watching it and going, man, they just pumped up the frame rate for this. Maybe, scene. yeah, like had a and it was actually just them, right? Some of that feels like it could have been, and then some of it has to be cleaned up after the fact. Yeah. I mean, the, the the 360 shot that they do uh, within a lot of movies to get that that yeah. slow mo, the Matrix right. technique, um, that's always amazing to see. And I think that some of that technique was used, but I think that they also save a little bit of money sometimes by running it through a rendering system. And I just can't tell the difference. Yeah. Right now, do you remember the, when we were kids and we went and saw that Final Fantasy, the Spirits Within movie? Yes, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first ones they were showing us like a fully rendered face in that same. I mean, they take, take out reboot rendered from TV. Like, yeah. don't just don't even imagine about Dot Matrix and and Bob yeah. from the the interweb or whatever. But like, this is the first time you're seeing something that's supposed to look real. It's not yeah. just a cartoon graphic I show. They actually I went had back the to hair that rendered like in three that. years ago, and I was still amazed by how the yeah. spirits great, within. Yeah, how great those I watched it at the beginning. It's of this still pretty year good. Remember the because yeah. the preview that they showed everybody to get them all hyped up was her oh, yeah. eye. Yeah, with the iris and even the glare in her eye and everything reflecting. That was our big yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sneak peek to that. Oh, yeah. And just think, just from there, I mean, of course, that's probably been <clears throat> almost 20 years now. Um, I'd imagine. I mean, if we're almost, we're almost 36. Oh, they did great. And did that and uh, Advent Children. Did, uh, Advent Children was also very pretty. Yes, uh, yeah, that, yeah. They didn't try as hard to make them look real, that. real. They had some of that anime quality to them yeah. in Advent Children. In The Spirits Within, they had some of the, you know, the, you could tell there's still ways to go it was a very beautiful piece of art at the time uh, and I think it still is Spirits but. Within was 2001 right so yeah almost 20 years now yeah uh, that we've been seeing this stuff evolve and I mean it's just I think that that's where my mind is at on this whole movie and on how I walk away from it is that it was cool stuff but just the mere fact because to me like how it reminds me of Tango and Cash well, Tangle and Cash was completely explosives and gun props and blanks and whatever you could do with a yeah. stunt scene. Yeah. So to me, had that movie come out at this day and age with these kind of graphics, this is what we would be given. And it makes it a more beautiful, fun, flowing experience. I mean, right. I do miss laughing about some of the things you have to pull to get away with not showing something yeah. back in the day. But in this day and age, being able to show certain things, having that weird motorcycle that uh, the modular motorcycle, yeah, that could, was amazing. I mean, the motorcycle and his drones were yeah. pretty much more a star in the villains team than any of his. Oh, yeah. Kidding me? Yeah, I like. I'm voting motorcycle as best supporting, best supporting <laughs> yes. actress. Those things yeah. were awesome. They were really cool. That's what I'm, that that motorcycle was awesome. I was watching it going. I have never wanted to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, now I do. Until I saw this motorcycle that will literally come and pick you up okay. and drag you under the fly. ground, drag you through. Honestly, it was like it's, a horse. It was like a sentient being. Yeah. Technically, it's crotch rocket. Side note. <laughs> yeah. If they can make it look like a chopper and then have it do all that stuff. Talking about uh, vehicles that drive themselves, I just saw a video game ad that lets you play as Kit. The car oh, for the Michael Rider. Knight? Nice. Knight Rider. Right. Yeah. Michael Knight. Michael. <clears throat> I was okay. like, oh. But anyway, 
By so the, back to this. By the way, every time you that keep Bram Tango in cash, I can't help but think of that other stupid movie, The Other Guys. Yeah, the I other was guys. thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> every time you say buddy but, cop movie, I think of The Other Guys. Yeah. Well, man, that's that's something that made fun of a lot of that. Yeah. And it, it's like you don't realize how much of it you grew up on being our age. But, I mean, think about it. Like Tango and Cash, uh, Lethal Weapon series. Yeah. Holy crap, right? <laughs> yeah. And then even in the Die Hard series, though, you know that Bruce Willis is the focus. He gets a buddy in each movie, yeah. whether it be the cop that was on the ground or Samuel L. Jackson. Or Carl or, Winslow. Or, yeah. Yeah. Carl Winslow, the guy on the ground, yeah. With, Who, something kind of funny with, like, the, the, talking about the action movie tropes. All the time. Like, there were two scenes that I thought was kind of funny with that. One was, like, when it shows uh, Shaw and his sister... Uh, as kids and they set the explosive and like run away and like explode and they're like leaping through the air very action movie oriented but then there was also when they're blowing up the facility the Eton facility and the rocks driving away and he actually looks in the rearview mirror and sees the explosion I was like no you're not supposed to look at the explosions yeah he's, he's not the classic cool guy though uh, so like, he doesn't play as the classic cool guy he actually enjoys the explosion. Yeah, I felt like a lot of the things that they did in this to make fun with it, not uh, fun of it, but have fun with oh, it. Oh, absolutely! Like Ryan Reynolds' character. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't yeah. know if he's in the previous movies or this was just no, no, this, no, this was well, this was he wasn't even in the trailer for this one. Let's okay, uh, so. let's finish up with Sean, yeah. and we'll go around and yeah. say you know. Yeah. Our, uh, our as far as okay, so as, as far as how it <laughs> connects with the other. The rest of that it being like, a being his first yeah. spin-off movie for the Fast uh, and the Furious. Obviously, like series. all the Fast Can and we Furious. call it the first spin-out movie? Spin out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I was thinking about this and like obviously like all the Fast and the Furious series, it's like they double the craziness and ridiculous insaneness of the movies, like to make it unrealistic. This one it felt like it was like ten times up rather than just a double. Uh, just because of, like all the technology and it's black Superman and these sentient bikes and all this kind of stuff, but I thought it was awesome. Honestly, I was actually thinking, why does the guy be black? Like, <laughs> That's why can't you? But why can't you just look at him and say, let human? it go, let it go? Uh, <laughs> He's but, a human, all right. But the uh, what was it? They um, something. Honestly, like watching this, if this wasn't part of the Fast and Furious movie and it was just set like twenty to fifty years in the future. I could possibly take this a little more seriously because of like because uh, the technology in it was so ridiculously advanced. So you don't so. think we're already there with our cyber prostheses? No. Yeah. Oh, because I was but, really hoping. <laughs> but but yes, I mean it's. I, I thought it was definitely a huge step up as far as kind of like the craziness of the series. But it was awesome. Uh, I, I it was. It's perfect for the kind of the level of the. I mean, because they are actually like all the other ones. They're just supposed to be able to steal cars and race cars really well, and yeah. they get thrown in these situations. This is The Rock and Jason Statham as their superhero cop CIA characters, fully trained to go yeah. out and do crazy awesome things, not just be Vin Diesel <clears throat> and hit somebody with a wrench randomly because yeah. they walked up on his girl. Yeah. So yeah. my prediction for the end of the Hobbs and Shaw series, six movies from now. Yeah. Okay, let's go with eight. Ten. Is they're stopping Thanos? They're actually going to bring in no Keanu Reeves style John Wick. <laughs> John Wick kills them all. Like Ghost in the Shell world yeah. for Hobbs and Shaw. 
Because there's no way that company is not going to make those kind of advancements. That's true. Yeah, like where they set this up to be a series and have this be their main manipulating company that's apparently another character from your Fast and the Furious movies related yeah. to Hobbs in some way. I have no idea what that was. And it definitely seems like it's Honestly. a female the way that they did the voice modulations. And when it, really? when it yeah, it yeah. dropped down to a female tone to real female quick. Tone. When it did that was when there's the look on the rock's face. Honestly, there were well, a few points where like the voice would change, and I'm like, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I couldn't place it. It dropped down to girl I tone, think, and it almost sounded real when it did that. I think they might actually touch on that a little more in the next Fast and the Furious oh, yeah. movie instead of you know like jumping to like they, the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. Like the are they having more Fast and the Furious, yeah. or they're not just letting yeah. this no, take no, no, over? They're, they're having more. They're yeah, the rock's not right supposed now. to be in. The, in him anymore from what I understand but yeah well, it's because he's got his own superhero well, persona to be now yeah yeah. I mean like legit he's going to be the, the black Adam I mean, in his own movie so well, I mean he and Vin Diesel but that's actually what the character's <laughs> called is black Adam I can't change that <laughs> dang nabbit he's actually the black he's, Adam and he's, he's saying oh that, I'm going to go be black <laughs> Superman now he's Samoan Adam he's Samoan Adam yeah <laughs> damn All right. it alright so for me Oh, I kind of agree with that. Uh, I thought it was pretty good for a spinoff. You know, I did like John said. Did have the um, the elements, uh, you know, of, like the Fast and the Furious. Like you knew you were watching a Fast and the Furious production, you know, because you saw certain things in like the Chop Shop and everything yeah. like that. So it still had that feel to it, which is pretty cool. But then again, like you guys said, it had the the storyline that kind of went a little differently with different characters. You know, they didn't try to take these characters and make them like the ones from the main series. They actually took them as individuals and ran with it, you know, which was pretty cool. I liked how they did that. They didn't try to force them into a role that they they really weren't, that the characters weren't, right. you know. So I thought they did a pretty good job in doing mm -hmm. that, yeah. you know. And I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It really was, you yeah. know. A lot of action scenes, a lot of pretty neat uh, a lot of CGI fun. effects. A lot of funny, fun. fun. Ryan Reynolds, yep. Kevin Hart, just oh, gosh. funny, fun. And honestly, scenes. those cameos were probably one I of really my favorite things in the movie. Yeah. To have the first name of Calvin just so that it's Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but my right. head's stuck on that and I need it to happen. Alright, so let's go ahead and go around and um, let's go ahead and take uh, your favorite uh, part of the movie, the worst part of the movie to you. Mm-hmm. Easy. Okay, I'm not okay. going to have a hard time with this. <laughs> this isn't Spider-Man. I don't have to deliberate. <laughs> no deliberation, huh? There was some good and there was some um, bad. So, yeah, your favorite part, uh, the worst part of the movie for you. And then also... No, let's, just, let's just do it. It's just a favorite and Yeah, let's part. try that. Okay. Out. Let's see what happens. Let's do two things. Let's do that. I Honestly, as far as favorite goes, I'm kind of split between... Two things. One, like all the visuals, the action, all that stuff. But it also you can't name humor. all the scenes as your favorite scene. Yeah. No, we didn't say favorite scene. Saying favorite elements. Favorite favorite part. part. But I, I would probably. I mean, in general, typically the humor, especially when Brian Reynolds showed up at the beginning, because I was not expecting that. I, and they were specifically, they were purposely making that a surprise, because you notice they don't show him for like the first ten seconds that he's talking. You just hear this off-camera voice. So you're like, and he does make the Deadpool that? joke. Yeah. I just pooped myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think yeah. about that. But, yeah. uh, 
But but it, like as this whole conversation that he's off camera is like, I know that voice. I know that voice. Who's that voice? And then he shows up like, <gasps> but, it's Pikachu. Oh. Honestly, I thought about that too. But uh, he's he was, a lot of work. This he was year. very much yeah. his character. But uh, as far as like the worst, and I went red on my mic. It's okay. You can anyway, still hear you. That. Um, but anyway, so the worst part of it, I would say, was probably. And some of the back and forth I liked between him and Statham, uh, Rock and Statham. Some of it seemed a little forced and a little like the out of the the comebacks and the insults just didn't land quite as well. I'm dragging my balls through broken glass. Yeah, and it hurts. <laughs> like, like I think that was probably one of the funniest. <laughs> Scenes of the movie was the the two retaliations that they had, where he's yeah. like, hearing your voice is like this, and seeing your face is like this, it's like getting God vomited in my face. That's what looking at your face does to me, and it burns. It just burns because there's like there's not a huge follow up to it. It's just the final, yeah. and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it just hurts. That was funny. But yeah, I mean that that those are my two things. Like a bulldog right, so. with balls. Is that your favorite part, Tony? <laughs> and I want you to get your balls away from my sister. <laughs> that Trying was, to impregnate my sister. That was just really cute humor. Like it was, it was cute. Like the way that they did that with each other, that was really funny. Um, however, I'd have to really uh, focus to say, like one of my absolute favorite parts of the movie was actually when. Uh, they were it jumped out of the skyscraper. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba mm-hmm. has the girl. Uh, you see Statham's coming down the elevator because he's like, "Screw that! <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do." And then, uh, of course, Dwayne Johnson he just jumps out, and he's. I mean, it's very unrealistic, but it was a lot of fun just seeing that um, he beat this one guy and then jump off him to the next guy and like get his way down. By just like annihilating these people, it was really so this fun. What is kind of like skyscraper? It's <laughs> kind, of, kind of probably. I don't know. I didn't see that movie. I I should follow more of his movies if this is what he normally does. I just I had a lot of fun watching that part. A lot of that um, the the action flow that they had in yeah. this, the pre planning that they put forth in it, and like I said before, with the the blending of the camera shot and the CGI that obviously had to have been used was just done very smoothly, very well, and it was fun. Like, it was just fun to watch. I mean, even the moment where he's fighting with the girl and you can tell they're kind of flirting with each other when he first meets her. Yeah. And he just like... Oh, that, that was awesome. He Screw just, this, and he just picks he just, her up. He presses her over. Yeah, he just has her with <laughs> that the, awesome. the one hand, and she's like, at this moment, I'm in love with you. And he's like, no, I'm in love with you. Um, <laughs> It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch that, and it was a lot of fun to, to kind of roll with that. Um, least favorite aspect of it, um, like I said before, some of the camera shots going a little too fast and going in figure eights. It was way too fast, too furious. It was the fate of the movie <laughs> to not be liked a little bit because of like the... It's a little drifting in there. Yeah, there was too much drifting with the camera. They were doing some crazy things with the camera, and it it, it threw me off almost as much as somebody saying Black Superman 
<laughs> just because. And I want to clarify this for any listeners out there. It's not the fact that I don't think that Superman could be a, a black person or a different color. It's the fact that they have to denote it as such, as if that's the important part of it. It's not another person being Superman. It's the fact that it's a black person it has to be Superman. I just think that that cheapens the thrill of if it could change, why it changed. You know, we don't call Sam Wilson's Captain America the black Captain America. He's the new Captain America because he's a person. I just, that's my only problem with the whole black Superman thing. But other than that, um, just a lot of fun, but some of the camera stunts that they pulled were too, too roller coastery. The, yeah. the only action sequence that I did have a little bit of an issue with. It was like this very brief scene that uh, I just thought was a little goofy was uh, like the big final showdown. Yeah. Like, we go off on tangents all the time. Stop like pointing. Uh, but oh. like oh, uh, in the big show, uh, showdown where uh, what's your name's character is like standing off to the side trying not to get involved waiting for the thing to suck the Sure. What was her. her name? Hetty? Hedley? Hadley? Hattie? Annie? I don't know. Yeah. But, but anyways, but there's, there's a scene where she's off the side. I was distracted. All, where they're all fighting. In <laughs> By it. the butt Right. And these two guys come in and attack her. And she starts fighting them off. And she has to have her brother come in and save her. I'm like, against two guys? Well, but she's oh, having all the blood drained Hattie. out of her <laughs> system. Hattie. 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 That was the only thing that was kind of Played by Vanessa Kirby. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. She was having all of her blood drained out that's and then what pumped I was back into her. Yeah, was she, it actually being drained out of her or was it just that's a why she was, specific thing? It was actually no. pulling the blood out, filtering it. filtering it, and then putting her blood back in without the virus. Right. That's why he wanted her on and the front line. Somehow so separated the virus from the blood. So With the filter. So yeah. Yeah. It, it used the a blood filter. filter. Don't yes. disbelieve that part, Scott. That's the most believable part. <laughs> it was refabricated by a guy. In I a don't know car about shop. how effective that really is in real life. Hey, though Hattie was awesome, but the, yeah, she would have been. They did show her being woozy in that whole action yeah. sequence well, afterwards with the filming yeah. of it, yeah. and it was like her vision was skewed. She had her and blood drained. she was also trying to baby the backpack she was duct taped to yeah. that was Did filtering her blood. Did we notice, though, that she constantly got on a pair of, like, really comfortable slacks? Like, yeah. Uh -oh. I think the Rock's pants were, like, tighter and more constrictive than hers. <laughs> was like, he wearing the pants when he was wearing the mouth yes. skirt? Okay, because seriously, that was the one part that I really kind of freaked oh, out. Because when he runs yeah. away and he takes off the Samoan uh, <laughs> tribal yeah, skirt. I don't remember well, the pants underneath. I don't remember the pants being either. underneath either because I remember like so much of his abdomen being shown. <laughs> and he's like, say, yeah. and now he did. It was that was really pants. cool here in the Samoan prayer, yeah. the yeah. warrior's prayer. Yeah. That was really neat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when he rips that little red skirt off, I was like... <gasps> Naked Dwayne Johnson's going to save the day. What the? And then he has pants on. He puts his shirt back on that he had just like stuffed in his pocket. You yeah. know? Well, no, they, right. they actually showed like somebody tossed him a shirt. Sure. So let's then. believe it. Yeah. All right. Um, John? Um, oh, well, well, we cut that off real quick. Uh, <laughs> John's like, I was still based. John was like, I was going to come with a good comeback, and now you've taken that away from me. Um, Spotlight. It's no longer. I mean, I, I guess I like the whole movie. Well, I, 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 I enjoyed the movie a lot. I mean, I found it 
I thought it was really pretty funny. And I didn't, it was unbelievable in certain ways, but it wasn't like a, like a took me out on kind of unbelievable type thing. Except one thing that I kind of, I never really bought completely into was I felt like they kind of made, uh, what's his name, Brickman? Brixton. Brick Brixton. Yeah. He's in some scenes. It felt like he was like ridiculously strong, and in oh. when he, but when he's in a fighting scene, it's kind of like he should be knocking these guys out in one punch. Like when that building falls on him, and yeah. he's just okay, but then suddenly in the last fight scene, they're able to punch him down. Yeah. Like that kind of felt off to me. And With I remember teamwork. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the power yeah. of teamwork. It's yeah. all, and if Shonen Jump has taught me anything, <laughs> it's that the person who works with teamwork yeah. always wins. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm glad, but I'm glad I educated you. You got me into Shonen Jump, and that's the only reason I'm able to accept this movie. Yeah, but that was probably <laughs> the only thing that I'm kind of like, okay, I feel like, I mean, the fact that he just got right up after a building fell on him makes me think like, okay. Don't forget about the truck that fell on him earlier, too. Yeah. yeah, he oh, did yeah. also have a truck that he caught. That's right. He caught it and he was holding it. Now, I kind of could yeah. see that. John, don't sense. try to put realistic standards to my ridiculous superhero movie. Well, it's just <laughs> that that for some reason that was what like some not even the car thing really drug, pulled me out as much well, as yeah. like him, that them being able to hit him harder. You got to keep yeah. in mind also both of them have been antagonists in this series. Both of them have fought. So this is like Piccolo and Vegeta team up to fight Frieza. Frieza. Yeah. Both of them have been or Black Frieza. People who were <laughs> supposed to be strong enough to take on an entire team of people in some yeah, way. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So it makes sense that they've leveled up enough that their punches actually do damage. And this is totally a role-playing game that somebody is sitting around a table oh. and <laughs> recording their sessions. Yeah, I can see that. And then calling it a movie later. It's oh, one of Vin Diesel's campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is going to be Sean's next campaign. No. It's going to be called Hop and Sean now. <laughs> it's like, welcome to the world of Too Fast and Too this Furious. Shobs this, and Hall. This is like Shobs and Hall. Yeah. Hee Hall. <laughs> or, that would put a different spin on it. Or or Sean's and Hall. <laughs> okay, Hall. But, but anyway. But yeah, yours. I mean, yeah. uh, I, mean I, I enjoyed... Sean and Hall. Like I just enjoyed the all the back and forth between Hobbs and Shaw. Of course, I thought it was really funny. The guest stars, or I guess oh, that's yeah. what you call them, cameos. Cameos. Yeah. Uh, were I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? Comedian. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like just suddenly he's hit there. Yeah, it's like randomly. Oh, appears. hello. He you're here. But I think it was really funny that he stayed on his knees talking to him the yeah, entire time. Yeah, in the aisle. He's just like, I crashed down. Honestly, you watching, your real voice. This is my real voice. Watching that no, scene. No, it's not. Watching that scene, I kept expecting somebody to pop out of that curtain in the back or somebody to come down the hall or something like that. But it actually Some completely flips. or something. Yeah, but, but it, the camera actually uh, flips to completely 360 to show him popping out from out, uh, ahead of them. Uh, which honestly is something in movies like you typically don't break that plane. Right. Uh, you, you always want like to keep the geography or whatever uh, co coherent, but unless you purposely want to break that just to be a little disoriented and kind of crazy or whatever. That was disorienting, yes. <laughs> but I think my favorite part is kind of been my favorite part in most of the fan 
most of the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. where they go to the location, and then they're like, "This is whatever the like, final. This stand. is Brazil. Yeah, Sparta. Oh, where they have to let you know that this is like a geography class well, or something. No, like yeah. when Vin Diesel goes to Brazil, oh, and all these people show up, and they're gonna take what's his, and he's like, "I don't think you understand. This is Brazil." And people come out of the woodworks to help him out. Because out of like some sense of patriotism? Or whatever. Because he just yells out, this is Brazil? Like, yes. this is... Captain Brazil! This is... They do it in almost every one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Right. And... It's about the location it, as much as what they're doing. Yeah. It's about the location. And now we have Samoa Man. Yeah. yeah. This is Samoa! And then he actually goes into the prayer. And I went, oh, this is a little bit deeper than Vin Diesel usually goes. Yeah. Now, if I actually got a Samoa Man movie and he said that prayer every single time he was about to yeah. beat the crap out of somebody. Dude, that would be uh, so intimidating. Yeah. On, on the flip side, when almost felt the like was started trying to quote Nietzsche and Bruce Lee, that, that felt a little cheesy. That felt that, a little heavy-handed. I, mean, I don't know when he's like... been that intelligent character. What was it? There, there are things that are deeper within your soul than the philosophy of your mind. And she's like, what is that, Bruce Lee? And he says, I'm flexing this. And then he does like, and this. And it's yeah. like, that was pretty good. And, that was a good And the look line. on her face as he said it, yeah. where she was just like, okay. Yeah. We're going to have babies. <laughs> Big Samoan babies. We're going to start a new series. Yep. Yeah. But that's a different series. <laughs> well, she's going to be the new mom of all of his kids. Yeah. While he's off They're going to be like the world. children of the Fast and the Furious. They're going to be like <laughs> British, British Samoan Oh, that's how they bring spies. in Paul Walker's kid. <laughs> God. Does he uh, have a kid? So, yeah, he and Mia yeah. had a kid before he died. And that's the original yeah, movie's yeah. girl that was yeah. the sister of Vin yes. Diesel? Yeah. Oh, well, good for him. Well, so... But anyway. Yeah. So that was my favorite part, was just they kept that in there. Um, least favorite Thank God. was that... We missed the first five minutes. You could previews. Really, <laughs> Yeah, we, we missed the title screen. That's how you missed it. Oh, we also missed a very end credit, like the end, yeah. very yeah. very last one. Yeah, a lot there's of something Thanks, after Tony. the credits. <laughs> yeah, well, like, after say, the did you see credits. the after credit scene? It's like, which one? One of the two? Oh, there's three. Yeah. That's what we figured out at the end of that I think conversation. There were four. <laughs> well, whatever conversation <laughs> I had with the ticket guy that's just yelling at me. Anyways, but. <laughs> I think my least favorite part was kind of what Tony was saying was one of his favorite parts that they didn't really focus on the cars. I get it. It was not characters that care about the cars as much, but they didn't really show you too much about, okay, we're actually working on these cars. They just showed you, oh, this car's custom. Oh, this car's custom. That's why these cars are able to interlock and we are able to repo each other <laughs> down the line. But 
they didn't actually show you them. They just got Voltron aired in Samoa. Yeah, I, I know what you mean because like in about every one of those, whenever they're preparing for that job, it shows them doing the custom the work, custom like designing, work. Yeah. like when they made the heavier plating for the cars. You know, it's like resist the bullets, so and that stuff you understand like that. that they didn't have a regular McLaren down the street and yeah. slide it I under a pickup or under a eighteen wheeler. They didn't do that, but then again. They have to show show me that, oh, we're dropping the suspension right. on the McLaren so that it can slide under this truck. And don't worry about that spare tire that they usually carry because that's not going to be... Well, he whizzed well, right through that, too. I think yeah. that goes back to how this was Hobbs and Shaw. Right. And they didn't focus on now, that because in the Fast and Furious, I mean, they work on their cars. Yeah. So that makes sense for them to kind of focus in more on that. Right. And this one, they're just kind of like, hey, we're just driving what we can get our hands on. <laughs> And, and most did. of the time, it's just Shaw driving. Yeah. Yeah, nice car. Hobbs really likes his big trucks, though. Well, like, but Hobbs looked like he could drive, but when it was a moment between who was going to professionally drive, right. it was about and Shaw doing Shaw is definitely the better yeah. driver. Between I was about to say, any time The Rock yeah. drove, it was plow through everything. Right. Yeah, and it was, which it was personality. I was about to say, yeah. it was The Rock. It was he, literally he plow through like, cement walls. He, he focused all on strength. He plays the yeah. juggernaut. <laughs> you know, yeah. Shaw now has more finesse. Yeah. And that, that, that was like with his driving, with the way he... You know, proceeded through things. When he it's, walks into a room and starts making out with a hot chick. Finesse. Yeah. It was all finesse. Yeah. A bald man but can it, be sexy. That, that's what I was saying. I was expecting it whenever I went in there to see the scene where they worked on the cars and yeah. messed with them. And it took me out of it a little bit that I never got to see that scene. Yeah. But I... And remembering that these are not those characters that work on their cars all the time. Hobbs just requisitions a car and hops in it. And by car, I mean tank or <laughs> 18-wheeler or whatever can plow through the building next. Yes. Or And how much more of a half-hour sequence could we really add in? Yeah. Just and to Shaw see probably work. just steals most of his. Or well, he had a pretty nice good collection. Yeah, he no, did. Shaw seemed like it was supposed it was supposed to be in your head that he was the mechanic, <laughs> he was the transporter, and he was the Italian guy. Yeah, no, I think those he, as a spy, had he did all of those things. He was James Bond. Yeah, yes, that that actually is all headcanon for me that he was all of those characters right. for this series, but they didn't show me work car work, and I I missed it. Gotcha. And that was my least favorite. I like pretending right. that I can at least understand mechanics. So, <laughs> yes. Mine. I used to play a video game that let me pretend that I knew what mechanics did. So, my favorite <laughs> part um, was the one scene with the uh, two trucks. The two uh, yeah. tractor trucks. Clearance scene. When you yeah, when he clear when you basically took oh, the car he went underneath it yeah you know but that wasn't that wasn't the favorite part my favorite part was the motorcycle motorcycle absolutely with you know with um, a guy with being pulled yeah. behind it he's yeah. holding on the back of it and is, I was like that is amazing yeah <laughs> really because like, like I kind of actually looked over you at that second because I was like is this gonna be like the space ice non-belief <laughs> or is he gonna get into this. I wasn't sure if that was like too unbelievable, like the whole no. Nightcrawler in well, space thing. The thing is, this movie's supposed to be unbelievable. 
That's the difference. Actually, mutants are supposed to be believable, damn it. Yeah. The motorcycle, <laughs> though, when they uh, when they showed how basically like a smart motorcycle, basically, right. yeah, it was definitely drone. believable to me because yeah. it's like, well, I mean, dude, you already seen the dude with projecting with the different uh, trajectories. And he's already got that. The motorcycle is smart too. They're connected to each other. I was totally like, yeah, this is totally yeah. happening. And him the flying drones. As long as it fits yeah. within the physics of the universe. No, that was pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, I did like it. I just I looked over at you at that exact moment because I was like, I'm going to wait to see if this is like <laughs> duct taping a fishbowl onto a guy's head and just throwing him out in space. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. That but was I mean, like the worse. future soldier effect with him controlling the drones was really neat. And I just, that scene was where I first realized yes. that he was actually Bluetoothed into all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. He, Absolutely. The, his motorcycle and those three flying drones yeah. and who knows what this else. This movie has colors. Gosh. Yeah. It's got yeah, Bluetooth. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I like. Actually, they were silver. (laughs) There was a red band trailer. Oh, why does it have to be red? Honestly, I actually liked. uh, uh, Shoot, what's his name? Bad guy. Um, Bracebridge Elba. Yeah, it's Elba. I just blinking on names all the day. day. Yeah, I actually liked his character in this so much. That I was kind of hoping he would flip sides (laughs) so he could be in future. I didn't really get much of a chance. He was about to. Yeah. They detonated him. They did. Yep. yep. Spoilers. They, they went the whole uh, Suicide Squad route on that. Yeah. Unless he gets down into the water and his battery like somehow reboots itself and then he gets out. Well, it is salt water. So, That's what's... Um, <laughs> now, let's see. What was the worst part of it? Um, trying to think of a specific scene. Oh yeah, the the Samoan island when the, they arrived and I had the kind of like the final confrontation there. Yeah. The way they're setting it up to be, I don't think that it was executed on like a grand scale. It was like it was much less than what I was expecting um, with everything. You're you know, expecting with, more Lord of the Rings, right? Well, well when they said Killbox, you thought they had a yeah. lot more of those traps set up. I, and, yeah. I mean, I thought. It was just like even the traps going off. It's like okay, it kind of hit a couple of cars and stuff yeah. like that. But it just it wasn't like all the stuff they were making preparations for and everything they were doing. I was expecting more out of it. Yeah. Well, that was to replace your mechanic scene. Yeah. No, no. That's what it was. That was the yeah. mechanic yeah. scene. I, I definitely get that because I was kind of thinking the same thing of like they're all lining up in formation with these melee weapons and it's gonna be this epic battle and all this kind of stuff and. I was it, and they start the fight, and they're like, there's like 30 seconds of fighting there, and then it shows a little like, sub thing going yeah, on with so the sister, that, and then they get out of there. That's what he, I'm, I'm yeah, like, I'm I was, sure I was kind of expecting a little more there too. Yeah, I was. And then the helicopter scene that was part of that. I was kind of like, I was like, man, is this scene gonna end? Because it, it felt like really drawn out. Like the whole helicopter scene felt really drawn they out. They rented the helicopter for the day. <laughs> yeah. They were going to use it, man. They were. Like, sorry. For real. That's what they did. That was a real helicopter. So, I mean, they were like, was, nope. That's probably my least favorite, yeah. I was so glad talking about the scene, that fight scene. I was so glad that they actually answered the question I had for the trailer of why are these guys with guns? fighting in melee oh yeah and they did it with a quick hey you got one of those gloves right hack the satellite well because they had all these smart guns 
But I liked the glove, uh, not that part, but the part four where she couldn't use the gun. Oh, she's, she's like, somebody's you're not going to shoot somebody else's face. She used somebody's glove, but then uh, was a Hobbs and Shaw actually used the guys. They actually bent their arms yeah. and started using them to fire. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Get around it. Yeah. I mean, if they apparently took away his really pretty 44 Magnum. So. Well, yeah. It kind of <clears throat> links back to the Triple uh, X movies that we were talking about, though, where you're coming at me with a tank. I'm going to steal your tank and then come at you. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, basically. Yeah. Well, let's go and wrap this up, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and go around and give our ratings on the scale of one through five. Oh, okay. Now, how? Okay. What rating are we using? How many <coughs> rooms are you giving it? One through five. <coughs> how many what? rooms? Rims. Oh, oh rims. I finished. I uh, added another word onto that. Five <laughs> is great. One is terrible. You don't like it. It's horrible. You, you only have money. one rim to All ride right. on. I'm going. As, with four and a spare tire. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite a rim, but a donut? Yeah. <laughs> donut. Oh, it switches to me real quick. No, no explanation, just no four explanation, just four, four out of five. Four and a spare tire. Okay. It was it was real close to perfect, but yeah. it, um, it was missing that scene for me and I had to take it away. Yeah, it was just an island mechanic scene instead of a car yeah. mechanic scene. He rebuilt a Blood filter instead of a car. <laughs> John. <laughs> um, let's see. Damn it all. Hmm. He did use a 3D printer, though. Yeah. Um, I would say a four and a zoomed in like car branding sequence where you just zoom into the <laughs> name. And just oh. a middle of the scene. Four and a McLaren. Yeah. Four and a McLaren. <laughs> the product placement was terrible. And it's like, and it shows Chevy. Chevy. <laughs> I mean, that was just straight up just like. Well, how, how else do you think they could afford Black Superman? God. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Man, Tony, what about It's you? like when we come so far <laughs> with. Racial understanding, and then the, it gets set back. And by the people who think they're moving it forward. That's, that's, what it, that's what it eats at me. I don't know why that eats at me. Blue Superman. Someday they come up with Blue Superman, I'll just feel bad about that, well, too. Well, that's when Avatar 2 comes out. Um, oh, God, please. <laughs> go, go ahead, Tony. What do you rate this? I'm trying to get there, and people just want to hurt my brain. Every time I turn around, it's like, oh, God. You know I'm your antagonist. Yeah, you're 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 my Shaw, Tony and Sean. To my oh, Hobbs, I mean, I'm I'm obviously gonna be the muscle guy. Sorry, the people want. Yeah, Stevenson Halderson doesn't flow off the tongue as well. Um, <laughs> I would honestly give it like I feel like it has enough wheels to ride on, so I'm I'm gonna push it up from like a three point five to a four. Uh, I'll give it four rims for this it doesn't get a donut and it doesn't get a uh, a Chevy zoom in for me only cause you know I mean it was fun for what it was fun for yeah. and I thought that that was it was a really good movie it kind of almost made me want to go back and watch whatever the, the rest of these Fast and the Furious movies are to understand The Rock and um, Jason Statham's characters better next Friday 
Uh, we'll do it, I guess. Um, oh, no, I'm going out of town. So oh. um, when I get back, we'll, we'll binge watch all yeah. the Fast and Furious. Or I'll just bring them over one Saturday and loan them to you. Yeah, or that. I mean, you may have to sit when and watch me watch them to make sure I'm actually When you watch them. Seven, invite me over. That's the only one I haven't seen. Okay. We'll, we'll come over to your place and watch them there. On VR. What about uh, Parking in Danny's driveway is hard to do. Um, Not if you do it, right? No, yeah, even if so you, you say a four? I'd say a four, four. only because okay. I, I want to be able to say that it had all the plot points that it needed, it had the balance it needed, it just wasn't like blow your mind awesome. Yeah. It wasn't like a John Wick or something of that nature. Whoa, what did I just see? But it, it had all of the solid ground to stand on. Yeah. Right. Honestly, yeah, probably the action wasn't up there with that, but I think the humor helped make up for The humor was, like I said, it had balance. It had humor, a little bit of drama for the characters so you understood their story, some action, yeah. and, you know, just a general good direction going on. So it had all the ground to stand on. It just didn't blow my mind yeah. in any way. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one, too, because, yeah. like, uh, basically every... Like, in the beginning when they started kind of doing the foreshadowing, it's like, I knew, like, when they showed the picture, it's like, well, I know where this is going. Yeah. Or when uh, uh, when Kevin Hart mentioned, hey, need anything, if you ever need anything, you know, call me. It's like, it's yeah. I knew up. I knew as soon yeah. as their uh, truck they were driving just stopped working, it's like, I know where this is going next. Yeah. You know, because it's kind of like, there wasn't there were <coughs> surprises on that, but it was still yeah. enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yeah. It just wasn't yeah. surprising. It right. wasn't shocking. Uh, I would say four... Uh, because it as crazy and over the top of the movie was, it was really fun. It was really funny. I actually, I, I thought the story was actually interesting. Like the bad guy was interesting. Oh, and not just Black Superman, but yeah. also like the the cyberdyne organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought all that was cool. The only thing that really for me kind of pulled it away from being uh, five is it. There were elements that I think could have pushed it up to a five for me, but it just, like, the, the main thing for me was, like, at the end where they were, had that whole thing about uh, where family and, like, family comes together and, like, every, all the reinforcements came uh, from all over the islands to help support them. And I love scenes like that where it's just everybody coming together and helping, mm -hmm. like, uh, a, a, big, uh, a big scene that I like to point to for this was in that... Uh, Miracle on the Hudson movie, uh, Sully, where like the plane lands yeah. on the Hudson and all oh, just wow, ran went to Tom Hanks. Okay, but <laughs> I was expecting another Fast and the Furious movie <laughs> where they always talk about family comes first. No, but what, what I'm saying <laughs> is like right, in yeah. in that movie with Sully, whatever, the, he, they land the plane on the Hudson and just all these random like fairies and everything, just regular people, yeah. just immediately swarm them to try to save these people. Except that was just, real, that was... That well, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that those kind of scenes always get to me. I always love those kind of scenes of people standing up doing Heartwarming humanity, what, group yeah, yeah. mentality. Well, and that's what's been that was, this entire series has all been about family. That's yeah. the main thing, like every movie is like we're family. Yeah, yeah, and they were playing with that at the end, they were kind of going for that at the end, but it just didn't hit as emotional as like that scene in Sully did. That's yeah. the only thing that really held it back. Because that was me. real. All right. I think that's why right. it hit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like, those guys really did that. Based on true story. Yeah. All right. Um, me, I would have to give it, I would say four. Yeah, I'll give it four. Four randoms, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Just, um, I mean, yeah, it definitely wasn't a five, five to me, just because, you know, like you said, there was... It was a great action yeah. movie, but just there were some parts that like, uh, yeah. you got to be like John Wick 3 awesome to get a five out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
it wasn't just up there with that, but it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it was interesting. They had me, you know, watching from the beginning to the end. I was entertained. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't feel like I was going to fall asleep during like the slow parts. And even when know? they had a slow part, they put on some sort of new hip hop song we hadn't heard. Oh, that got honestly, good I thought the music was great in this. I kind of wanted the soundtrack. That I, yeah. One of the first uh, songs they did, I thought, was this girl named Jane. Honestly, I, DJ, I didn't but... recognize a single song in this, but I thought it Fit the I'm feel of every scene so well. Honest, I didn't even notice there was music. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was too distracted. He was too distracted by the lack of mechanics. <laughs> like I didn't even notice. Yes, we'll go with that. That there was <laughs> wow. music in this movie. Yeah, there was. But no, I mean, uh, I, th- I thought they fit the scenes with. I mean, like the yeah. tone of the music but and everything would just work so a good well. Song for yeah. Me. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I thought really it did well the too. Music, if it jarred, I thought it did pretty good. The, the uh, transition so. scenes and everything. I thought it was pretty good. It was good. It was good but, music. Kept it all hyped up. Yep. Well, Get your right. going. Well, uh, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna end this now. So this is great. Thanks for joining us for Let's Discuss. Yes, Dan. If we had used any rating system other than the realms, yes. do you think it would have gotten lower? Ratings? It just yeah. feels psychologically if, wrong to give a car less than four realms. Yeah, because then it couldn't actually drive. <laughs> If he had said, how many Infinity Stones do you get it? I would have been like, it gets one Infinity Stone. I don't know. I was just trying to differentiate this <laughs> from, you know... He was trying to make it fun, Avengers Daniel. and Spider-Man How and many Peter Tinkles so. did it get? Yeah, you can't give this, this Frankencastle. This is its own universe. It gets its own rating. Yeah. So he does have a point, though. Realms. It does change your mindset on that. He does. I don't want the car driving away hobbled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'll give it four because it has to have solid ground. I'm gonna give it three in the unless <laughs> it's a motorcycle. But yeah, otherwise I would just yeah. give it like four the power stone and the mind stone. Yeah, it's got okay. two infinity stones. All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and end this. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Let's Discuss. And be sure to like, subscribe, share with everyone that even you know. your grandma. Yes, even your grandmother who probably went and saw this movie for you. My grandma just got a smartphone, so she might actually listen. <laughs> Mimi, check it out. Yeah. Definitely check it out. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do Till eternity passes away Just to spend them with you If I could make days last forever If words could make wishes come true I'd save every day like a treasure And then 